well, you know, I'm not going to talk about my personal relationships on the podcast, so <laughs> I'm not going to make this tea time for everybody. Wait, you dated Ranbir Kapoor? No, that, not that one. <laughs> not, not that star kid. Oh, okay. We're cutting this. this. (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Desi Talkies Podcast. Today, we are in our bedroom in Los Angeles. I thought we should address that before I get into our intro. But Desi Talkies is a show where we talk about Bollywood, Lollywood, South Asian pop culture, and everything in between. I am Ananya. I'm Anissa. And we are laying on bed, feet up, in our PJs because we thought this would be a fun episode to do since we're in person again. It's like you're at home with us, basically. Welcome to our bedroom conversations. So get a hot cup of chai, because today we are talking about Tu Juti Memakar, created by Love Ranjan. It stars Ranbir Kapoor and Shraddha Kapoor, and it's about a son of a business family who secretly works to break up couples until he meets his match on a bachelor trip with his friend and decides that she's the one for him, only to find out that she may be hiring him to break up their own relationship. Ooh. So Ananya <laughs> and I watched this yesterday, and she kept wanting to talk about it, but I was like, no, we're going to talk about it in the podcast. Well, you know, I'm not going to talk about my personal relationships on the podcast, so <laughs> I'm not going to make this tea time for everybody. Wait, you dated Ranbir Kapoor? No, that, not that one. <laughs> not, not that star kid. Oh, okay. We're cutting this. this. (laughs) Um, Okay, after a cut, (laughs) um, what did you think of the film? This was exactly what I needed. I think Ananya and I have both been working really hard. She's here for the week visiting me in LA. We're going to go to an event and kind of go out meeting a bunch of our friends. And we've both been working really hard in our given work and we kind of just needed to like not think for a bit yeah and i think this movie gave us the space to do that it was so fun seeing ranbir kapoor in his rom-com era after so long i feel like the last time we truly saw that was yajavani Diwani, and it's crazy because you brought this up too i think he did an interview where he said that this is the last rom-com he's gonna do and when Ananya sent that to me, she was kind of like, doesn't he know that this is what he's good at? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Ranbir is our generation, this generation's like, Shah Rukh. I wouldn't say Shah Rukh level big. Of course. Let's not, let's not compare, even go to compare that, right? But he does romance so well. He has these eyes. There's something about his eyes that are so like, puppy dog like sweet boy can can do no wrong and there's a reason he's called the player of Bollywood yeah. right because he has this aura and I'm sure if Shah Rukh wasn't married when he came he would also be called oh, the same um but but Ranbir has this energy which kind of just it's it's charismatic and seeing him reminded me again of the fact that this is why in the early 2000s, or not early 2000s, but early 2010s, we fell in love with him to begin with. This is why when Savarya came out, everyone was like, 
Imran and Ranbir are our next two big stars. We were like, who's that boy in the towel? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Um, as soon as, yeah, I feel like, and that Coffee with Karan episode with him and Imran, you, he, they were going to be our next Shah Rukh and Salman, you know? Yeah, of course. I think Ranbir Kapoor as an individual is just so interesting. I think he's the best actor of our generation. That's my opinion. He's an amazing dancer. He can do roles like Barfi and Rockstar, but he can also do a Yejwani Hadiwani. Yeah. He can, his range is insane. Sanju, like, he's incredible. But in real life, he is probably, like, one of the most boring people in the world. That's just my opinion. But when he comes on screen and the persona that he gives off, like, just his smiling, his intro in this film, you were just like, oh, my God, he's back. Yeah, yeah. And he's able to just take over that screen and, again, give you that charisma. And he kind of permeates from the screen to the audience, making us feel like, oh, he's talking to us. He's trying to charm us. Yeah. And I I personally first fell in love with him in Bachanaya Asino. That was his very Playboy-esque uh-huh. film. And him being able to charm all those girls there and transi- transitioning to, like, so many years later where he's doing this kind of playboy-esque role was like oh he's going back to where he came from yeah i thought that the intro song took me right back to butch Asino, the intro song in that and i was like yes i was like clapping in the theater excited um getting into love Rangin because obviously this is i think Renbeer's comeback as a as a romantic hero mainstream mainstream you know he's been doing things that i don't think have been working for him the since covid at least brahmastra i don't think really did work for what it was trying to do same thing with i know you really enjoyed brahmastra i liked it a lot but i don't think the performances were great um i think it's kind of strange how him and aliyah don't have on-screen chemistry I think that's, like, really strange to me. I think in this film, him and Shraddha Kapoor were, like, on fire. And you wouldn't expect that. But honestly, in Brahmastra as a film, I loved it. But in terms of writing and direction, it wasn't very strong. Yeah. I think both Shamshara and Brahmastra didn't work um, for what he was trying to do. And they were both very big budget films, very huge banners. One was Dharma, one was Yashraj. Did not work. I think that this being his third film since COVID might be his comeback, might be his comeback in the box office. I don't know how this film is doing. I haven't really looked into it, but I know this is the first weekend. I think that he did a phenomenal job at what he did. This is not a film that we're going to discuss about the art or the cinematography or this, that. Even though I did really like some of the shots. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't enjoy Love Engine films usually. Really? Yeah. I think they're very, I think he is someone that's really good at, like, creating his own type of brand. You can see that in Piyarka Panchama. You can see that in Sonuki Tiruki Sweetie. I love saying that title. Yeah. <laughs> like, what a ridiculous title. And something that he's really good at is monologues. Yeah. And actors kind of, in, like, their scene and their character going on a tangent and basically having, like, a word vomit breakdown. That's yeah. what he's very good at. That's how he launched... Karthik Aryan in a way and that's probably one of the strong suits in this film but yeah definitely is a niche not for everyone here's my thing sometimes he villainizes women to the max oh, now here's here's the thing here's the thing I have an opinion on this film specifically which we're gonna get into spoilers in a moment 
But besides this film, films like Sono Gidido Pisuiti's, films like, wow, I said that so quickly, films like Piyakapanchama 1 and 2, I felt like they're films mainly to, like, who are they marketed towards? Men. They're films about beautiful men marketed towards men. So while Garth the Guardian is this hot and happening star, yeah. he, Love Rungeon made him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Love Rungeon last three films were all Garth the Guardian films. And I and as much as women should love it and be like, oh my god, blah blah blah, there is a there is a component of his films where the men are toxic too. That and he kind of outlined like Oh, like women are crazy. That's his main yeah. thing. Like, yeah. oh, like they're so unreasonable. They want all these crazy things. And that's in all his films. Too, yeah, like which said. is where I disconnect from him a little bit. However, this film, I really did like it. I really did like it. I really liked Love Rungeon's messaging here because I didn't disagree with Shredda and I didn't disagree with Rinbeard. I I know that I know that we'll you will it. have your opinions yeah. as well. But I I did not dislike this film as much as I've disliked other films. And I think a large part of that's probably because when Beer 4 is in it. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll get into Bussy in a minute. But no, I don't think it's because of Run Beer. I really thought that the narrative oh, was okay. different here. Yeah, and I'll I'll get into that in a moment. But Bussy, let's talk about Bussy. Okay, so me and Ananya love Bussy. We've seen him live in Jersey do his comedy tour. We've been following him, you know, all the WhatsApp videos being shared of his comedy. I think he has a very unique style of comedy that kind of resonates with, like, so much of the youth, but also, like, parents. Because yeah. the way he talks about his, like, college stories and his yeah. dynamic, like, that's why my dad loves him, too. Yeah. And to just see that charisma translated on screen, honestly, I was really, like, scared because i was like i hope they don't make him like the quiet like annoying best friend and kind of stereotype him in that role but he did have like most if not all the comedic timing and it makes i don't know how people viewed it who don't know bussy but for us because we know him and know like his comedic timing and how he speaks we were Nanya and i were laughing non-stop every time he said anything yeah so like, again, I don't know how that would translate to someone who isn't familiar with him, but I thought he did a great job and he added so much flavor to the film. I agree. I agree. I enjoyed his presence. I think he he demands presence on, on screen. Um, he's not like a scrawny, skinny, thin, short guy. Like, you know what I mean? He, he, he has the stature of someone who would demand respect on screen. Um, and he did that. He did that with his stature. He did that with his timing. I thought every every line that he delivered, I was, this is Bussy. I felt like I was watching Bussy play Bussy, which is why casting was perfect. Yeah. Um, the character was him, I felt like, you know, based off of his comedy and based off of watching it. Um, one thing that I found really funny was there was moments where they used his own jokes. I don't know if you caught that or not. No, I didn't. But he said, buddy once where he called run beer buddy and there is a set from one of his college sets where he's like buddy your dad's here <laughs> right so that then there was another moment where he i forget the exact dialogue that he used but he used lines straight from his set and i thought that that was so witty and perfect for someone who is a really big bussy fan to watch this 
it it worked it worked for me moving on to shredda yeah i you have your opinions of her like first of all she looks so hot she looks so hot i definitely do think they did something in editing to make her skin look lighter than it actually is no i think that's how she actually looks okay but um she looks so hot she was perfect for this role she was great she has that kind of smile where you can always be like hiding something and that's kind of what her character is like in this film yeah i was hesitant like before watching because i'm not like a huge fan of her acting even though i'm sure she's a great person and like hot as hell but she was perfect for this role and she did it really well i enjoyed watching her on screen it's been a minute since we saw her on screen when was the last time we saw her abcd3 whatever it's been i think i think street dancer was the last time we saw her if i'm not wrong but i do really enjoy her on screen i know you don't like her but the compare i'm just comparing her to her contemporaries right now i would rather see her in this role than dara sadaria or oh, that'd be bad. like ananya pande like i'm just trying to think what options do no, they have true. someone She's who would play bad. this role with like conviction conviction and not be see someone like alia would probably get a role like this someone like dipika would probably get a role like this and obviously they're not going to be again, like they're not going to put them against ranbir right now because that's going to change the whole concept of the film and Marketing you know and everything. yeah it's all going to be different i think shraddha was the perfect person to play the role with conviction and not overdo it and not annoy the shit out of us which i feel like if someone like dara or sara played a role like this i would be annoyed as hell um and at the same time someone who calls people to the theater still and i think their chemistry was really good it was insane yeah. like they were lighting the screen on fire yeah i really did like their chemistry i think casting wise this film lover and they, they did a great job they did a great job it's, especially can we talk about how boni kapoor is the dad <laughs> I have my opinion on that. Has he ever acted no, before? No, I think this was his debut. When Veena and Anya saw it, like the first scene where they're introducing yeah. like Ranbir Kapoor in his house in his environment and we see Boni Kapoor like sitting on the couch and being like, "Hey, Jaila." <laughs> But he he did it. He, he did, did what he was job. supposed to do. Here's my thing. Here's my opinion. I think they needed someone to do the two dialogues that were there and they didn't want to pay anyone and Boni Kapoor is a friend or owed a favor or whatever I it was. I don't know what favor. I don't know what <laughs> happened, but they were like, you know, this is going to be perfect because here's my thing. I don't think he's trying to get into acting. I don't think that's his aim. I think he was bored. I think he was bored and he was like Lovrenjan was like also, I have these two dialogues. Yeah, and the fact that they got Dimple to play the mom like I liked it. it I liked it. It was lovely. I yeah. I'm a huge Dimple I fan. Her. I love her so much. So she's just too good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a great time overall watching it. After a very long time, I just left the theater happy and no no like thought in my brain about why did this happen the way it did or what not what not. It was just so fun. I'm like tired of leaving the theater being like what the hell did I just watch? Like this is like I didn't have that thought. I was just like that was so fun and we got to sit and like watch and laugh yeah. and the Eat popcorn and enjoy. And, like, it was yeah. great. Getting into spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie, go out and watch it. The streaming partner is Netflix. So, so it's going to be on Netflix very very soon. But if not, go check it out in your theater, support South Asian Cinema and buy a ticket. Now we're going to be getting into spoilers. 
Thank you for that. That was perfect. That right. felt like I was in a medical ad and someone was telling me that this has this side effect. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a like off topic. Thank you. Um, no, so the film follows Ranbir, who is breaking up relationships. That is what he does. He has all these other businesses. He owns a Mercedes dealership, this, that, and the other. We know he's a rich Punjabi, assumably, boy from Delhi. Shraddha Kapoor is also Punjabi, we're assuming, right? Because they have these nicknames and they're from South Delhi. Yeah, Mickey and Dini, right? (laughs) So like, assuming that they're Punjabi, right? They've set them up kind of like that. Um, Shraddha Kapoor is this girl who's free and has no, you know, we don't really know her background story. We just kind of meet her at this bachelor trip being for Anubhav Bassi who uh, is a really good friend of uh, Ranbir Kapoor's. Now, why do you think that she doesn't have, like, the same setup that Ranbir has? Do you think there's a reason for why Love Ranjan did that? Because Ranbir, we meet him in the middle of breaking up somebody, goes into song, and then cut to his family. So we know everything about him by the time we meet Shredda. I think it's because the movie is about him. And it's for him. I wouldn't be surprised if he wrote this rule for him, right? Yeah. So it's not really, like, it's only about her when it's directly relevant to him. Yeah. And her relationship with him. While when Beer Kapoor is evaluating, like, his family life, his relationship with his family, his best friend, his businesses, like, his, like, financial status, right? Shraddha Kapoor is just there connected to him. Which is ironic because her character is very like, I'm an independent woman, I'm career oriented. But the way we view her in the through the lens of Love Ranjan is only in relation to the guy that she's yeah. with. Okay, that makes sense. That's a valid, valid diagnosis of that situation. <laughs> um, I I really did think that it was interesting that they did that. I think it was on purpose. The re- the spot where I was like whoa was the spot where Shred- we meet Shraddha's family that was the spot where I realized that where the issue is going to come right away very different families two completely different families right they also didn't really like show her family much or like add that no but even the little amount that they did show you can tell that, that she doesn't get along with her family she is someone who is probably at home kind of a little suppressed right they didn't even know that she was dating this guy, which clearly they're orthodox and a little more conservative. conservative. And we don't meet her in a conservative situation. We meet her on vacation. So we meet her at her freest, and then we meet her at her, you know, most suppressed, right, in her in her world. Compared to Ranbir's family, she lives in a family where maybe she doesn't even talk to her family every day. Even if she comes home, she, like, comes home, eats, and goes to her room, right? We don't see this relationship being healthy at all. We don't see her discussing things with her family or telling her family about someone she's dating or anything like that. And then she goes into Ranbir's family. Where everyone's involved. Where everyone's involved in everything. Where she is suppressed, but in a very different way, right? Everything has to be according to their kind of schedule. 
if dad feels like cooking today, she's got to cook with dad. And it feels great when you're watching it. But as soon as you see her face in this scenario, I was like, oh, shit, shit's going to go down. Because if I was in that situation, this is what I was trying to tell you. Why I think Love Engine did a good job with this one. If I was the girl in that scenario, I would feel so love bombed. Yeah, I also think it depends on your way of thinking and where you're coming from, right? Yeah. I was like, in my head, if I'm being completely honest, I come from a joint family. Yeah. A bunch of us live together. It's me, my parents, my brother, and his wife. And, like, I love it. I love having so many people in one house. I love everyone being involved in everyone's life. Obviously, we respect everyone's personal space. But, like, that's what I grew up, like, loving. Even my sister, when she got married, she lives in a joint family. That's what she's used to. So... Watching this and her being like, I like can't do this or this is too much. Like I want to break up with him and all this stuff. I was like, come on, man. You're literally living your life. Your in-laws are so chill. Everyone's so loving. They care for you. Like, why are you being annoying and complaining about Interesting. it? Interesting. So that was my perspective ah. <laughs> because I have a different upbringing. Yeah. Right? So I wouldn't be, uh, I related more to Ranbir Kapoor's like family style because that's what my family style was like. So that's how my family is. But I live with just my mom. Okay. And... I meet her for maybe three to four hours a day. Not saying that like we have the same relationship as Shraddha Kapoor's family at all, but I've never lived with a full house of people, right? The most I've lived with is my grandparents, but even that is like two two people in the house, right? Um, I've never lived in a joint family everybody's up in everyone's business yes everyone is up in everyone's business in my family but in a very different way right if i'm having a health issue or something like yes they'll show up but it's not in the way where we live together and every day is you know breakfast lunch and dinners together i eat breakfast on my own my mom eats breakfast on her own lunch same thing and then we sometimes meet for dinner at home right so when shraddha kapoor felt love bombed I really did feel that because I was actually talking to you recently about this but I sometimes feel so love bombed in relationships which is why I'm single right (laughs) it's because sometimes I can't handle that and so when I was watching that I was like whoa like I feel her let's just take a second to explain what love bombing is yes yes so love bombing is when you get hit with all the what time are you coming home? Are you okay? Let me make you lunch. Let me make you dinner. You're constantly being given affection um, to the point where it's just be- it's just being thrown at you, right? You're being bombed with it, literally. So even if it comes from a place of respecting you and loving you and whatnot, it is to the point where you can't even, you feel suffocated in it, right? Um, and sometimes it's given to you that quickly where you're like, whoa, what is going on? Right. And this was this, this was the case. Um, I agreed with Shredda. Her ways were wrong, which was very different. We'll get into that. They made her look so crazy. They really did. They really did. But I don't think she's crazy for feeling the way she was feeling. Imagine getting called out on a date and then your Your whole family's there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of like, what the fuck? But, like, also, like, if you 
Yeah. Yeah, it was so funny, too. Also, like, the fact that she's, like, gets called up by him for a dinner date. He picks her up. They, he's like, oh, actually, my dad's cooking. Yeah, and like, she that's goes back crazy. To his and she didn't say a word. <laughs> she doesn't say a word. She starts, like, mincing onions. Like, like crazy. And and that's, like, if, if that was happening to me, I would feel exactly like her, right? I felt like Love Engine did a very good job this time of portraying both sides of the relationship. The side where Ranbir is correct. Ranbir doesn't know any better, right? He's grown up in this loving family. They are very loving. They're very caring. They show that at the end. They're very blessed. However, he doesn't realize that she doesn't feel that way because she doesn't come from the same, right? And for her, family may not mean the same thing it does for him, right? So I think that that was the part where I really did enjoy watching the portrayal of families and the way she felt, because that's true. That's I f- I would feel the same way. I overall thought it was such like a fun concept. Yeah. In general, like it was such a fun, good rom com after a really long time. Yeah. I don't think we've had a good rom com in a really long time. Just like think of it, like someone has a secret breaking up like business. And then before you know it, your fiance is calling, calling you yeah. and doesn't know you're the one that does it. Yeah. Like, that's so fun. And it was exactly what we needed. I did love, like, some of the shots that were very close up. Like, what they did and the cinematographer did is that they would kind of, like, shoot Ranbir Kapoor from Shraddha's perspective and then Shraddha from Ranbir Kapoor's perspective. And, like, when you're sitting in the theater, everything's dim lights and yeah. you're just watching that. You're like, oh, my God. He's running towards me, or she's running towards yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, and it's like slowed down. Yeah. yeah, it allowed us to feel the intimacy of their connection. Yeah, like we were with them. Yeah, so it allowed us to kind of fall with them while they're falling for each other, and yeah, it was a really good example of show don't tell. Like the shots did for us what the dialogue lacked at times. Yeah, so that was that. I have a favorite scene. Yeah. I enjoyed so much watching the scene where she comes out of the shower and he's sitting on her bed. Oh, that was so cute. I almost teared up, but my rock hard heart (laughs) did not let me. But she walks out of the shower. He's sitting on her bed. He knows that she wants to break up with him. They're about to get engaged the next day or the day after, whatever. And she walks over to him and they kiss, and it's a very long scene of them, ki- like a very long scene. Like, of I was them like, kissing. this is also like very close. It's like- very close up, it's very slowed down, and it's very long. It's almost a minute of them. You can kind of like kissing. feel the yeah, intimacy, you can kind of feel all the emotions from both sides, yeah. things that are unspoken. And then she hugs him close to her like stomach where she stands up, and there's you see him start tearing up one one tear and and then it pans to her and she has one one tear tear. and i was just i was like this is exactly what an unspoken conversation looks like you you feel bad for both of them because she feels she feels hurt she does you clearly know that she doesn't want to do this the way she's doing it but she doesn't find any other way of doing it either right he doesn't even he doesn't ask her how she's feeling, right? He never yeah. questions anything. Yeah, I do think we need to talk about the scene towards the end where they're yelling at each other. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't read anything on this, 
like film before watching it. I just like looking at headlines sometimes. Yeah. And I read this headline to Ananya where I was just like, okay, someone is saying that like, a couple gaslighting each other. And I was like, oh, interesting. And that's exactly what the scene towards the end was when she calls him and she finds out that he was in charge of the breakup service. He comes over and she's like crying. She's like, how could you do this to me? And he's like, um, what are you talking about? You're the one that secretly wanted to break up with me. And she was like, but you never talked to me. And it was like, I was literally watching it and I was like, I've had so many arguments like this. Yeah, me too. And I was just like, this is like really toxic and unhealthy. Yeah. yeah. And like the way they were communicating and she was like victimizing herself. And I'm like, um, it's kind of her fault. Like, like she wasn't. But like that's exactly how that. fights go. Yeah, but it was just wild. And then she did that thing where she like laughs and cries. And I was like, ah. That's, I do that all the time. I do that too, <laughs> but I don't like seeing it. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, I think that that you uh, you were getting annoyed at her. I think I was getting annoyed because I related to this argument in the sense that I was looking at it from like an objective perspective. You're where like, I was like, oh shit, that's me. The way, not <laughs> but I was like the way that she said something, that he said something, and I was like, bro both of you guys are not listening to each other and you're not communicating anything to like help solve this issue and i was just like i wanted to like jump in the screen and be like he's saying this you're saying this yeah same thing different ways get married but obviously we couldn't have that no then we wouldn't have the classic airport scene Oh, this was one of my favorite airport scenes I in a minute. I it. was laughing so, so much. much because the fact that... So his whole family owed her an apology, right? Because no one asked her how she was feeling. No one asked her for her opinion. Nothing. Bro, okay. it made me so sad because, like, why are you making, like, the elderly and, like, people who are older than you come and apologize? Like, this is a definition of a girl wrapping a man around Okay, her relax. <laughs> relax. <laughs> We come from two very different families, okay? okay? okay. See, I come from the family where I'm used to, A, apologizing to my elders when I've done something wrong, but B, I also get an apology from them because we see each other at that equal level, and I feel like his family was very similar in that sense. Okay, yeah, you can, I can't relate to that. Yeah. Continue. So, like, like... I've had, like, my mom apologize to me or my aunt apologize to me and vice versa where I've done something and I've had to apologize. I think it just depends on the family-to-family dynamic. But her fa- his family seemed to be the type of family where everybody fights and also apologizes yeah. to each other and lives in an equal kind of playing field, right? So them being like, we fucked up, driving all the way to the airport. To, it was so funny to watch them trying to get through the airport line because usually you see the guy running through and you know that he can run as fast as he can. No, grandma is being picked up and given to people to take all the way to the gate. Mom is yelling little niece is yelling everybody's yelling and they're also making fun of like the traditional rom-com of of going to the airport by putting a spin on it of like i'm not going it's me and my whole family and every time Ranbir kapoor enters a different part of the airport he like screams shraddha kapoor's name and like the camera goes like this like in a very filmy way which is so fun so they kind of poked fun at it while also doing the same thing yeah I thoroughly enjoyed, and even the last moment where they're all together and 
the end credits are them being married already i'm glad we didn't see them get married i didn't need to see all that we assumed that they got married right she's pregnant like living together everybody's happy together and yet they're still fighting and they're still having their issues you know someone didn't eat their lunch one day it was rajma chavel but then they ordered rajma chavel so it's like you're stupid why didn't you look at the lunch (laughs) like basic everyday problems issues right and you just see her being one with the family and realizing that I can also, again, deserve the love that they are giving me. But, yes. okay, as much as I love that in the end credits they showed, like, what happened after they got together and everything, something I noticed is, like, the family is literally waiting on her hand and foot. Like, she has not done one thing for the family in the end credits. Like, they're all, like, before she's even pregnant. They're all, like, giving her this, like, giving her food, like, this, waiting on her hand and foot. And I'm just, like, so... I didn't see it like that. I think they were just like that with him, though. Okay. Yeah, they were like that with him before. And so now she's his wife, and she lives at home. And I didn't think, like, what, are they going to show her folding laundry? Like, what are they going to show her No, just, like, getting a present for her mother-in-law, like, something like that. Yeah, but it's, like, it's... I didn't think that that was important. That's assume that she is a, the type of person to do that, okay. right? Like, it's we're not talking really about what she's doing for people. I'm just thinking so deep in this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have, like, three minutes to show their whole life. Ahead, yeah, they right? did a good job of being that. Yeah. I just think that, like, they're what they're trying to show, they did. They accomplished that, right? Um, one conversation I really liked was him talking to her after the fight and being like, you need to realize that the love I'm giving you is because I got love from my family. I love that. They did a really good job portraying that. Because he literally says it. He says, I can't give you anything if I didn't get anything from them. And you need to realize that tomorrow if I go out and buy five of the same thing for five of the women in my life, the two of them, chances are they're going to give it to you. Because that's the love that they have for you and for me. And I cannot let them down just the way I can't let you down. You know, I think that relationships are about compromise a lot of the time. And that was the moment where you realize him being like, yes, what you're saying is true. And it's my fault for not considering you in the whole equation. However, that does not mean that you say what you say about them or you expect me to leave them for you that's not how relationships work there is a compromise there is a balance i thought that that moment was the most realistic rom-com moment in a minute that i've seen yeah that was really nice i loved how they tied that in together and also the way like he said that dialogue like it felt like he meant it and like when Kapoor is an individual is a very traditional person in real life very family oriented you can see that through, like, his wedding, through, like, how, like, Alia Putt talks about him, how yeah. he talks about his family. So I felt like he very much, like, connected with what he was saying yeah. at that moment. So mm-hmm. that's why it felt even more authentic. I do want to quickly talk about, one, the two cameos. And then also, before we talk about that, I want to talk about Ranbir Kapoor's monologue. Yes. This. If you know Love Ranjan, you know that he did Karthik Aryan's monologue that got him famous. Karthik Aryan's monologue basically saying, like, why women are so difficult to date. So Ranbir Kapoor's monologue was similar in concept, but it was after Shraddha Kapoor kind of rejected him 
and he went on a long tangent about being used for sex and her not loving him and they shot him continuously talking as Bussy, Bussy's wife, and Shraddha just watched him silently yeah. in, like, so many different locations over the course of, like, a day. A day, yeah. And the He's way... complaining, th- complaining, complaining all and day long. And she did it so seamlessly that by the time, like, it reached, like, the fifth area and he was still talking that we were with Bussy when he was like, like hey, oh my God. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was really do- well done and it was very much, like, a good, like, like bow tied by like love ranjan on this film yeah i i really i agree monologues are his thing he loves the men just screaming how they're feeling in a long paragraph usually with karthikarian it's been no stops whatsoever just speak 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 um here it was obviously you're seeing it throughout a whole day and you're like oh my god this man has been crying all day long and he's a big baby. Loved it. No, Yeah. I think that it was as annoying to everybody in the frame as it was to us. And it was meant to be annoying to yeah, everybody. Yeah, it was great. And it was yeah. so funny. Um, so Karthik Aryan makes a cameo on this. Uh, he, and Nusrat Barucha as well. Yeah. I love her. He is... Karthik Aryan was basically launched like love, uh, by Love Ranjan, like we said. Um, he looked crazy. Both of them were. Oh, yeah, both of them were. Mm-hmm. Kind of the Guardian looked crazy, but he was supposed to. I thought he looked so bad. <laughs> I don't have any issues with Kind the Guardian at all. He, yeah, I have zero issues with him. I thought he looked so horrible in this film, in his cameo. <laughs> I couldn't believe that and maybe it was because Renbeer was next to him yeah that's also and Shredda was across from him I thought he looked so bad I'm sorry I'm not one to be like oh you look horrible you look great like no but like I was watching that and I was like there's no in no world would a girl standing across from Renbeer looking as hot as she's looking be like oh electrocuted hair let me come talk to you like or like let's make Manbir Kapoor jealous, jealous by this disheveled man I just wish exactly <laughs> like, it, it was giving it was giving Karthikarian from Dhamaka yeah not Karthikarian from Bulbulaya or Love yeah. like I needed Karthikarian from Bulbulaya to show up with his like charisma, charisma swag and like pull pull the girl and it was not giving any of that but it was funny. He's being paid by Renbeer to pull up. It was. It did what it did. And it was very much a nod to people who were fans of Love Engine. Yeah. Or yeah. Like Garthic Aryan's yeah. first couple movies. I love that he stopped her before she did her monologue. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect ending to yeah, the cameo. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, Nusrat Barucha was funny as well. She was very funny. It was great to see like two people that have like come so far since they started yeah. off. Yeah. In the films by this director, yeah. so. Yeah, it was really fun. It added a lot. Yeah, her and Renbeer had a really good chemistry, I yeah, feel, as well. Um, when Renbeer started crying, so funny to me. Hilarious. Um, her being like, no, I must tell you the truth. Like, you know, like, she empathizes with him and his situation. And 
Great cameos. Great love cameos. It. I love it when directors bring back their own world. Yeah. Um, being like all... Because that reminds you that all of this is happening in the same universe, right? This is the same universe as Piyarka Panchnama. This is the same universe as Sono Kiti Duki Sweetie, which they reference to both of them. And then this is... Because Nusrat Barucha says, she's like, my uh, my relationship was broken or my engagement was which broken because of a best friend. Sono Kiti Duki Sweetie. Um... I think that that just reminds us that everything is happening in the same universe and this director is working in the same universe. Yeah, which is great. Right? Um, every director has their own words and their own POV on everything. And it's great when the film all ties into the same world. Yeah, I love that. Um, I just want to quickly yeah. talk about the music and then we'll wrap this up. Mm-hmm. So I loved uh, I thought that was such a fun song. I've been listening to a repeat all the time. Okay, I love that song. Ranbir Kapoor's entry song was great in terms of this is Ranbir Kapoor. He's back and he's coming to steal your heart. Shraddha Kapoor's entrance song, fine. But she looked hot, so that's great. Yeah. I want to talk about Show Me Your Tumka. That's what I want to talk okay. about. So... The video of the song, the shortened video, actually released on YouTube like a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. And everyone was trolling it yeah. because there's this one dance move that Ranbir Kapoor and Shadda Kapoor do where he's basically like shaking his hips and swinging her yeah. back and forth on yeah. his body. It's like, everyone was like, what the hell are we watching? What is this choreography? Like everyone was just like hating on it so much. When Anani and I saw this film yesterday... It wasn't that there. move wasn't in the final no. cut of the film. No. Which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. So I'm curious to know whether or not that was done because of the trolling. Um, or they released it to get the hype and then yeah, didn't maybe. Need, it didn't require it anyways. Yeah. So. Honestly, the music was fine. I love that there was no remakes of old tracks. Finally, we have a film that doesn't have we had something a, yeah. 2.0. Yeah. I'm so tired of it. Yeah, Make your own shit. Great love song in there as well. Great RG did song. a good job. Yeah. Uh, I forget the song's name, but there was a song at one point. The which, slow one. Yeah, the slow one. Tere Pyarme was fun. I love that. His entrance know. song yeah. was fun. Her entrance song was fun. I didn't like it. Per se, but it was fun. Great screen presence, and that's what makes yeah. the song great yeah. to watch. Yeah, good music overall. I think I would I would listen to the soundtrack again. I would watch the movie again. I would honestly. watch the movie again. I think this is going in like my like go to rom com. Yeah, actually. yeah. Actually, it was really fun to watch, and yeah, you guys should check it out. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be one of those movies where I'm like, I don't know what else to watch. I ordered pizza, put, yeah. put on. Yeah, especially when it comes on Netflix, that shit's going straight to the top. Yeah, 100%. I think it's it should get the same love that Yejavani Divani got, low-key. I think Yejavani Divani was there, different. There, It was different, and there was nothing wrong with that film. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Yejavani and okay. Divani. Yeah, true. But Yejavani Hedivani became a cult later on. Yeah. It became... It be, when it came out, it was like, okay, rom-com, nice, whatever. I even remember when I watched it in theaters, I was like, okay, that was fine. And then yeah, a week later, fine. I thought about it, I was like... That was incredible. That changed my life. <laughs> I think that it became a film that changed people's lives much later on. Yeah. I think maybe won't become that big because of the director's voice. Yejivani Divani had Ayan Mukherjee's voice. Very, you know, this is what I'm trying to say with this film, just like Wake Up Sid did, right? But this might not. I feel like Love Ranjan is very underrated as, with his voice. And I think that this film will definitely draw more attention towards him. 
Yes. Because he has such a big star power in his film, I think people are definitely going to be like, okay, like, he's someone to look out for. While in his past films, although they were also fun and great to watch, like, they didn't have showstoppers. No, he launched people. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that I really did enjoy this film, would watch it again. And I think, don't sleep on it. I think a lot of the people reviewing this film right now are kind of just not reviewing it I think they're very baseline reviews. Yeah, and, like, you can't, like, do a crazy analysis on it. Like, you can talk about scenes and stuff, but you can't be like, this is inaccurate or that. Like, it's a fun rom-com. And I think as a fun rom-com, it's, like, four out of five for me. Yeah. Like, it's great. And it's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. And that was our review. Um, That was a great, that was a great film, great review. We did that. And that was our review of Tujuti Memakar. Watch out for it on Netflix. Go to the theaters if you have time in the coming weeks. Um, highly recommend. A fun start to spring. Yeah, a great fun start. Uh, we're going to try to make this uh, video podcast on Spotify for you guys to be able to watch. So tune in for that. And yeah, tune in another week for another episode. Follow us at Desi Talkies Podcast on Instagram. Please subscribe and leave us a review. We'll see you soon.